Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for Fuck, Fuck This Place! A whole hour on that back scratcher. Oh, the place is in this bed. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late, guys. I lost the one thing I need to do this, which is these earphones. <laughs> the one what? thing that I could just set down uh-huh. for a week and mm-hmm. it will be where I need it to be. Mm-hmm. But at some point during that week, I fucking moved it. And then I was just like, well, I guess I'll just kill myself because I cannot find. <laughs> right. That's the next go to. Good. Yeah. What, so what, where were they? Oh, uh, they were in my car interesting did you need them in your car well see okay so i have um i have a 2005 ipod uh fuck yeah you do yeah Yeah. first generation touch and it only works it it has the um the regular plug-in the regular plug-in which is what my fancy which is what my 2020 macbook pro also takes so fuck you apple i love (laughs) what you've given me but fuck you a little bit for that Uh but um but anyways uh but so i still use it for my iPod iPod when i go when I go running and yeah, like yeah. If I'm driving for a long yeah, time and yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. want to totally pay attention to the road. Uh-huh. I, um, <laughs> I just plug those in and I just cruise and I listen to songs I downloaded in 2005. Yeah. No, the- I actually are still have- good, Brit. They're still Wait, good. Where were you into? Were you into like Avenge Sevenfold or like, what <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I couldn't, I could never. A- I mean, that was more revealing about me. I would like yeah, to back yeah. up and say what a perfect 2007 reference Avenged Sevenfold was. Yeah, I'm Next, not going to top that. I'm not going to top that. I think, no, I think I was into all that, like, that, like, butthole rock, though. Like, mm-hmm. like, Corn, System of a Down. Is Avenged Sevenfold, yeah, yeah. Is Avenged Sevenfold a Christian band? Like, it like, seems I, like they could be. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, there's, like, those secret Christian bands that go yeah, super right. fucking hard, and yeah, then yeah. You, you find out they're talking about God, and you're like, wait mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a second. Or just, like, they don't they do not do anything, but, like, if you see them at a show, they, they, just, they just, like, start mm-hmm. a song, which is, like, praise God, and then it just fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, opens yeah. up, and you're like, uh, hey, whoa, 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 hey, buddy. Hold up, yeah. yeah. Put this I in think the liner um, notes or something. It's, like, kind of funny that, like, with, uh, it's, like, cool, yeah, uh, historically speaking, <laughs> in rock, if you like our devil worshippers, you know, like <laughs> metal, right? But it's like all the Christian rock lyrics are like super similar, where they're just like in praise of him, you know. It's just like, <laughs> it's, they're just talking about the other guy, but it's still that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, just talking about uh, the other guy. Um, well, maybe I should introduce the podcast. Welcome to Fuck This Place, a podcast about jobs <laughs> with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick, and with us today, another fantastic guest. She's the creator of. Hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesdays, which is a hybrid event celebrating both feminism and pro wrestling, a very cats and dogs kind of mashup. She's an improver. So as far as I remember, she's a stand up comic. She does it all. She's with us here today. We have Britt Beer. Britt, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. Of course. Couldn't wait to have you. Yes. And now we're finally here. And we're finally here. I'm enjoying this shirt you're wearing. Is this like a, is this a pro wrestling thing? Yeah, kind of. I have a a quite a uh, collection of costumes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. For those who are listening, we just got to pivot to a line of costuming. I mean, a lot of color there. It goes on for 40 more feet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Got it. uh, it. Yeah. It's like a real uh, junior college theater production amount of (laughs) costumes. But yes, nailed it. (laughs) I think that, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the, we just put together this ninth grade play aesthetic. Uh, oh yeah yeah huge yeah, yeah. fan huge <laughs> fan i mean i'm not of you specifically brit i just mean like no, for you- me in general 
I like I enjoy <laughs> participating. Man, I just generally, I did not mean generally to own speaking, you that hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really generally did speaking, not. Chase loves ninth graders. <laughs> generally speaking. Well, I like it when Canceled. they're acting. Oh, uh, when they're acting, yeah. Oh man. If they're it, doing just, a good job. The best part, best part of any kind of like a, a high school or um, junior college play is like how limited of age, like range they have of actors. Yeah, just yeah, got, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like a 19 year old playing like the chief of police. Right. <laughs> yeah, who's like really down on his luck. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just real grizzled, just real tired of it. He's like, I can't take it anymore, Cynthia. There's yeah. too many crimes. <laughs> All the crimes that I see, blood, mm-hmm. gore, just, just soccer like, practice. Me in the audience with my program, like this guy's looking rough. This guy is. <laughs> Right. He's really like a committed. Stipple, a little yeah, simple, yeah, yeah. Um, a little smudgy. Not... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember being in high school theater, and, and I remember people being mad. You know, like, like that certain people didn't get roles, and it was like that's the it's the eighty year old narrator. It's <laughs> intense. <laughs> you know, it's only so many people that can again as a tenth grader pull that off, and that probably, and then also that like beyond just that specific sphere, I guess college is included. No one's ever going to cast you as an 80 year old narrator mm-hmm. unless you're at least 60 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. like it's just not going to happen. So anyway, I like, that's why I'm, I mean, I, I like that we just pulled this together. Here's the cardboard sets mm-hmm. thing. I know, I know we do got to get, <laughs> I know we got to get to our first game, but Brit, I'm also wearing a wrestling shirt. I've nice! worn it. Yeah, I've worn it and many got, a times. Jake the snake. Oh, wow. Oh, oh crazy. Snake. That's, I, I mean, this, I'm so sorry for just the listeners. That's the tattoo on shirt, my belly button. <laughs> he's beating up, he's <laughs> beating up Jake the snake on my shirt. Wow. Oh. Uh, wow. For those at home, I'm wearing my Andre the Giant shirt. I wear it three times a week. Uh, my best friend's sister got it for me on my 25th birthday or 26th birthday, something like that. Mm-hmm. I've worn it almost every day since then. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. I got this. This was given to me by Jake the Snake's son. Oh, okay. shit. That's way yeah. cooler. Yeah. <laughs> super cool i mean do you, how did do you, you know, encounter yeah, jake's snake, you know snake son i <laughs> uh, yeah right no so i was um i know we'll just like i know y'all have a plan but uh, we have a plan I but was, well, i'm very curious about jake's snake Dude, yeah. we don't off so, about the plan i i was a bartender on in nashville on downtown mm-hmm. broadway and i swear it was like a packed brunch day mm-hmm. and i saw a dude in a jake the snake shirt and i used to usually always have like action figures with me just to like okay ham okay. it up uh-huh. and i was like rick flair's the best wrestler he's like jake snake's best wrestler i'm like rick flair uh-huh. and then he's like well uh-huh. jake the snake's my dad and i was like okay never mind uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah wait a second and wait. then he was super sweet he like mailed me this shirt like a signed copy oh wow of oh, his, wow. yeah resurrection Obviously. of jake the snake yeah that oh, was great. a heartbreaking that was a heartbreaker of a documentary um yeah uh so wait so he just walked in and just y- shouted jake <laughs> snake's the best wrestler at you no i think he was commenting on your rick flair uh yeah like, i started figuring. calling oh, okay, him out yeah. and then uh-huh. and then because oh, he had a jake the snake shirt on yeah yeah wouldn't right, it be cool right. if he, we could all have shirts for our dads <laughs> oh dude you know oh man yeah just whatever. i would I never be able to find mine <laughs> <laughs> boom baby uh, uh, well that's man. the end of that joke uh, you can't yeah, you can't wear a plumbing that. shirt no, you know? that, yeah mm-hmm. um but, but yeah, then I have a second one that's a button up for my stepdad. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice, nice <laughs> pocket protector. Real fucking loser. <laughs> Sticks around and everything. Yeah. Uh, just a nice guy pays the bills. Yes. You know, <laughs> hate him. Isn't it's like yeah yeah. It's like, I always hate that nice stepdad. 
I feel, but I also feel like stepdads get a bad rap in movies. Like it's oh, always yeah. a super, like you, you wonder how, how it could have gotten worse after their first dad left. And then the mom's like, just I, the first alcoholic abusive guy. I mean, <laughs> no, that's how it is in movie. That's how it yeah. is. In movies, well, right, I mean, right, that's, right, that's, right. that's no, what I'm I saying. Like that's what the bad dad. rap. Yes. Yeah. He's really my dad. From. Yeah. I think I okay. think it's a combo in movies. I think it's yes, of course, it's the worst person you could possibly choose for mm. the character of stepdad. Mm. But I think it's also like, i.e., the Santa Claus. It's yeah, also like the Ned Flanders esque. Yeah, like a genuinely like oh, caring man. Yeah, you're. That's true. That's you know, true. I guess I'm just sweaters. thinking of Radio Flyer, that mm. that old movie about that super oh, abusive no. guy. Sorry, I shouldn't have framed all stepdads. It's just the stepdad from radio. <laughs> well, if it's a drama, yeah, for sure, bad guy. Mm-hmm. And if it's a comedy, it's just a well-meaning individual who's just trying right. his best, you know. Fair and, point. Fair point. And like, is it Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, where he goes on with a Chevy road Chase? trip with, with Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase, who's his well-meaning dad, you know, or stepdad? Oh. Is that what it is? And he's just trying I didn't, to. I didn't see out. that. I didn't see that I one. So, well, it, spoiler alert. They're both the men of the house. Oh, oh shit. Wow. All right. By the time so it's deep. all over. They find understanding, you know, out in the woods or wherever they go. Right. We should get into our first segment. We are going to jump in right now and stop this man of the house jibba jamba. Uh, Britt, the first segment we do on every podcast is a segment we call Fuck This Place? Question mark, where we decide if we would work somewhere uh, or not. And you are from the Sacramento area, correct? But not quite. Yes. Sac? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where specifically again? Uh, I grew up in Eldorado Hills, Eldorado and my Hills, first job was in Folsom. Got it, got it, got it. So, um, so what we have done is we have pulled some Sacramento area Craigslist posts. Uh, I've got three titles to the posts. You, I'm going to read all three. You're going to pick the one you for sure don't want to click on, and then we'll look at the other two and decide if we would work there or you know fuck this place. Does that make sense? Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Title number one is I need someone for miscellaneous computer issues. Mm. <laughs> lot of qualifiers in there uh post number two and i should note this is in all caps looking for dj for very small wedding Ooh. okay and then post number three this is bookended by emojis i will describe the emojis in a moment but the text reads you are better than flipping burgers exclamation point and on either side (laughs) of the of the of the thing it bookended by the woman working with a wrench emoji yeah, I didn't know that that was an emoji, and I emoji until mm-hmm. I saw this post. Well, I should note that one woman, you know what? Well, if we get there, we'll, we can talk more about these emojis. Which one is okay. an obvious no? I need the miscellaneous computer work, the DJ for the small wedding, or the flip beer better than flipping burgers? Yeah, uh, number one for me is F that place. Like yeah. it's too desperate. Yeah. And I'm really scared of what is on their computer. Yeah, it could be a virus. It could be, it could be anything. Um, of course, just be one picture that I don't want to see. Uh, <laughs> so that's a no. So, you know, yeah. I am going to go straight into you are better than flipping burgers because, yeah. well, we got to describe these emojis. So <laughs> um, right yes. at the top here, uh, I just I just think it's really important to note that there's there's two emojis. They're the same emoji, but one is the blackest you can make an emoji, mm-hmm. and the other is like Simpsons color, yellowest. Yeah, yeah, yellowest. <laughs> and I don't know why you just didn't do two Simpsons, you know, or two. Yeah, was- it- well, there's, a, there's, there's like a there's well there's like a um there's like a white lady though emoji like that. Uh-huh. It's, she's got like brown hair. That's right? correct. There's it's multiple. weird that he went. We've, with- we've all seen the Drake uh, yeah. album title or uh, <laughs> album art. Yeah, and it's just like it's like he went with a black lady. So that's fine. Why yeah. did he go with then an alien? 
That's what I mean is like pick another race. (laughs) Pick, pick. If you want to say you're pro diversity, then have multiple races, right? Instead of instead of the Simpsons and the blackest person, a Lego person. It feels a little token, is what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Right. um, But but then again, he's also this person's also insulting you right away. So, Mm -hmm. um. Anyway, the title is "You Are Better Than Flipping Burgers," and we'll get into the the ad text. There is no picture, uh, and the text begins, and it says, "Don't think." That since you have no skills, wow, really driving the knife in, you have to work at a fast food place. You just have to be at the right place at the right time. Wow. Challenge yourself with something unique, something that has purpose, (laughs) something that I haven't actually told you what it is yet. Something that can possibly be one of the best experiences of your life. Is something like mushrooms? Could be mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are aiming for the clouds here uh, and we do not know what the clouds are. Um, could be noxious fumes. Uh, then this person continues. My name is Jim. <laughs> OK. And I own a microscopic shop in West Sacramento called Eve's Automotive. What? Microscopic. Microscopic. If you Wait. had not, if you had just said shop, if you just say I own a shop in West Sacramento called Eve's Automotive. I would be like, okay, it's an it's an auto shop, right? But the fact that you said microscopic and then automotive, hard to say. Maybe we'll it's, find out. I'll be damned if the best mm-hmm. experience of my life is maybe, like changing out air filters, right? <laughs> or maybe old Toyota. Maybe he's a mechanic for Lego cars, and that's why it's the yellow woman. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's possible. Yeah, very oh, Lego. Great. That better fucking be it. <laughs> that better fucking be it. That's yeah, we're doing it. a big stretch, but I, you know, but I, I'm optimistic. Um, this person continues and says, "Right now, I am the only one here. <laughs> it's just I'm alone. Um, I've had to turn away. So screaming from the void. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I haven't spoke to someone in weeks." Um, and the person continues, I've had, Jim, excuse me, continues, I've had to turn away work several times and I don't like to do that. Hence, this help wanted ad. Oh, wow. it's coming together. Hence, hence <laughs> indeed. Too much for one man to handle. Wow. <laughs> one man named Jim. Okay. And then the uh, post continues, we are looking for a few people that can help me with the day-to-day operations. Okay. Maybe we're getting into like, actually what happens here? A little typing, a little filing cleaning customer service and maybe get parts once in a while <laughs> okay you will also help me do small repairs my okay. I, I would microscopic in some cases right um english and math skills have to be at least a high school level which seems like you're just negging me dude <laughs> if, if i'm if i'm working at a fast food place that you assume these things about me yeah. yeah, and I'm willing to bet if you sprung some multiplication on this guy, he's not exactly killing it right out of the <laughs> It's possible. That's possible. Or he's super good, like annoyingly good, you know, so that you're, you're never going to be able to catch up to this fucking gym. Uh, be fantastic if you knew another language, but definitely not a deal breaker if you don't. I, I would bet, you, you know, I would say in general, it's fantastic if you know another language. Right. <laughs> Microscopic, automotive or not. <laughs> you know, I think it's fantastic. If you know French, that's fantastic to me. Um. It is somewhat physical. You will have to be able to lift 35 pounds periodically. Must have a clean, current California driver's license. Must have a positive attitude. Must be punctual. These seem like regular job postings. Um, right. Things. We are a drug-free facility that adheres to federal law. We had lay down the hammer there. $15 an hour. Uh, f- yeah, $15 an hour. Hours will be Tuesday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Okay. Specific numbers here. Not great numbers, but specific. Um, 
the skills learned by working here will carry on for the rest of your life, which I'm going to be, look, if I'm flipping burgers right now, I can say the same shit about that place, Right. by the yeah. way. And then, <laughs> and then Jim really drives the knife in just as prove yourself. Prove yourself. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Prove yourself. Enter in the Mortal Kombat tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Then come to my micro auto shop and show me what you're made of. Live to tell the tale. Fight a dragon. And then sitting at the top of a mountain on a throne (laughs) wearing a skull as a crown. Um, yeah, prove yourself. Yeah. Uh, If you can do pre-calc, you can find me. Yeah, yeah. Prove, yeah, yeah, prove it. Um, help me grow my business. With a little luck and a lot of hard work, the world can be your oyster. Oh, he's poetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poetic and and a little demeaning. Um, then Jim continues and finishes with, think you're ready for a change? Question mark. Oh, then come by, <laughs> drop off your resume and let's talk. And then we're located at Duluth Street in West Sacramento. And the compensation box reiterates $15 an hour. And it says full time. But this person did not mention any kind of benefits or anything. I think they just mean a lot of time. And that's the post. Dude, I, I hate this guy. This is such, <laughs> yeah. a, such a fast fuck. This play. He just sounds like he's going to be such an asshole to work with. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. the worst. And, and just the way he talks to no one on the <laughs> internet. Can't imagine what it's going to be like on like a hot NorCal day in mm-hmm. your tiny, tiny, tiny auto shop. <laughs> just the tiniest. At, just the smallest one. How do you both? You got it? a pair of the tiniest little fucking tweezers. <laughs> you just I hope his auto shop is just like he just shows up at like a car wash. And he just, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope his auto shop is in his car. Like he just carries it around with him. Yeah. And goes around and I was, yeah, was going to hope that he was going to test you when you prove yourself that he makes you play like operation or something, you know? Oh, that'd be, yeah. Like yeah. just no buzzers, buddy. Steady as hand. As, uh-huh, as, you, as long as you can deliver out of this guy. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that for sure I fuck this place. I, I, it, it's, the, place. It, it's the pep talks that I'm not looking forward to, you know, because Ugh. this person is going to tell you you did a bad job, which right. people who pay you probably should at certain points say, hey, this was not what I wanted. <laughs> right. But then yeah. this guy's going to follow up with like, this isn't what I wanted. And I just want you to know you're better than that, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you just you, feel like his like hot breath on your neck, and <laughs> you, like step up or wh- whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just playing mm-hmm. old Clint Eastwood. And you should be grateful for this life changing opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I provided I think- the opportunities, Nick. I provided them. It's not it's, my fault. It's you just take advantage. Yeah, it's not my fault that I pay fifteen dollars an hour and yell at you every minute of every day. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we're gonna say no. I think we could all just universally. We're going to cross it off the list. Fuck this yeah. place. And remember when he opens with talking shit about people who flip burgers? I, but that, I think, you know, we should before yeah. we before we finally pass on this place. I think the, the, the fact this person is willing to use that cliche specifically says to me that you have no respect for anybody. You know, right. like maybe someone fucking flipping burgers is actually having a tough time. <laughs> yeah. Know? Maybe no one. No one's like going to school to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like everyone's either you're either falling on hard times or a literal child doing yeah. that job. So it's yeah, not like- well, and also like there's tons of other shitty jobs, you know, like the fact that you have, are saying flipping burgers only and that's your only fucking example also mm-hmm. says to me that you don't understand that like there's tons of other not enjoyable occupations, you know, yeah. like you, you you just opened like the, the boomer recipe book. You're just like, exactly. how do I talk shit on someone's life path? Right. <laughs> and like, oh, well, I go to McDonald's every day and I hate exactly. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's like, what I was thinking. There's no way this guy isn't 
frequenting a burger place and this isn't a specific slight at one like 19 year old he doesn't like that yeah one person at a wendy's who just will not give him extra nugs yeah (laughs) it's because he's an asshole and they would give him extra nuggets if he was cool but he's not cool all right so yeah Uh, definitively we're moving on definitively okay next post is all caps looking for dj for very small wedding Okay. I love how everything's very small, microscopic yeah. wedding. You know, it's, it's <laughs> we're not in the macro here. We're in the micro. We just need a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's the Craigslist way. You know, what if I just ask for the tiniest thing that ends Foot up in being the door. a life commitment and or a cult that we've joined? Um, okay, so <clears throat> the test begin. Text begins. Looking for a DJ for November seventh evening. I'm free then. Yeah. All right. Same. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I, I can't so, yeah. say, can't say I anything got on the schedule right now. You guys trying to go wedding or? Yeah. yeah, let's just go to the wedding. Forget about being the DJ. Um, it is a quickly thrown together event due to one of the parents being recently diagnosed with Aww. cancer. That's oh, sad. Man. That is a bummer. Wow. That, that is, is a sad. bummer. Uh, I would need, well, but, you know, and in some ways, I, I kind of respect the fact before we get into what they ask of other people that they are tra- trying to do the full de- deal. Because, like, I could see how other people might say, Hey, we have this, like, I, mean, I would guess a terminal diagnosis. Let's just go to justice of the peace. Let's just kind of get this done in like right. a kind of, but it's clear that they're trying to, they're trying to pull off several of the stops. Maybe not all the stops, but they're trying. So, I, I, I like to think respect. too that, that there's some part of him. Like he's like, he, as soon as he finds out about this terrible diagnosis, he's immediately like, I need a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we need to get married. They weren't even dating somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need, I need to get, I need to find somebody. I need to get engaged and get married. And then I need someone to blast the electric slide. And he was saying, (laughs) they were still in the hospital. So he was saying stuff like stat. Like I need a DJ stat. You get it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You get it. We're in a hospital. There are bigger concerns right now, Philip. I would, okay. So the post continues. I would need three. I would need four, three to four hours max, which that sounds to me like a DJ gig. Um, right. We're looking to pay $50 an hour. I don't know what DJ rates are, but that doesn't seem wildly off the mark. You know, if this is 25 right. an hour, it'd be an obvious no. Okay. Then it says you need your own equipment, good selection of wide variety of music and a karaoke setup. Nice. Yeah. We don't need anything fancy, just the basics, which... Wait, oh, I, I, I'm going to say that once you veer into karaoke setup, we're moving yeah, past the basics. I agree. I, I love karaoke, but I don't think I've ever seen karaoke at a wedding. That looks sounds Me like neither. a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. that sounds awful. <laughs> I, I think like anything that distracts from the bride and groom is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it's going to be it's not going to play. It's not going to work. This is the one day. This is their day. It's not That's like, a really rock yeah. solid point there. You so know, it's, someone's going to go off script and just start a speech and crying into the oh, microphone. I hate that. oh, That's, yeah. oh, man, that is my biggest pet peeve with mm-hmm. weddings is mm-hmm. the speeches are never about the couple. It's mm-hmm. always about the hardest time that like the bridesmaid had in her life. And mm-hmm. it, it's like a 25 minute story about her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Who's an ends, alcoholic. That yeah. ends with she goes. And Mariah was there for me for it. Yeah, and yeah. Aaron, you're so lucky to have her in your life. All right, yeah. you guys have a good night. It's like, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, so I was addicted a, to heroin for nine years. Uh, That's the way it starts. Yeah. That's exactly. not good. Yeah. You guys just described good. every speech I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's hard. It's it 
you got to I do think it, the, the, the instinct there is to lay the foundation for something real, you know, and so you got to right. talk a little bit about what you got going just on. It's not but too I, real. Well, you know, and also just the length of time, I think, is another, right. you know, like where I, I went to I was addicted to heroin for nine years. I went to rehab. Brit was there for me. I came out of rehab. Brit was there for me. I went into rehab seven more times, everybody. And you know what I mean? That that's when that's when I think we're devolving into. Is this about the couple? You know? Yeah. Right. I wish I yeah. could redo my sister's wedding because pretty much my mom took the microphone from me as that's I was sobbing. Oh man. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty So then tight. imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So that imagine that plus karaoke. You know, plus like karaoke. Like theoretically, you were doing that speech at the soberest you were gonna be <laughs> in, in the course of that evening, right? Right. Right. So can you imagine then? It's like, yeah, it's a Brits three hours later. But now yeah. imagine Shania Twain's man. I feel like. Right. What's the one like the like the car uh, carve my name to his legacy? Like, it's just like a revenge, mm-hmm. that revenge country song. And oh, the point the, is, yeah, is you know that, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. It's a Carrie Underwood. Underwood. I got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like you give that crying speech Brit, and then immediately get in line for karaoke. <laughs> To do that just, song, just just ask them to play it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just imagining someone who like requested who let the dogs out, you know, right. yeah, yeah. and they get it started and then they go into the speech. So the so the music just carries underneath them. Right. <laughs> like, and it's just that little like that steel drum, like <laughs> and they're just like, and Mike, man, you know, fucking he helped me when my dad died. Yeah. It's like, and, and um, I just wish the best for you guys and let's do another shot. Yeah. And the DJ is just like, all right, next up, we have the uh, maid of honor. She's going to do landslide. The Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so so again maybe this isn't the actual couple maybe this is this is a representative right this is a this is this is uh a best man or someone right Uh, so who who knows absolutely nothing about what they want which is even scarier so yeah Yeah. the karaoke setup huge red flag for what absolutely Absolutely. think should happen at a wedding and also the fact that their concept for what's fancy and what's not just the basics again I, i i I'm flabbergasted here. I we don't need anything fancy. Okay, fine. You yeah. contradict yourself. Then you double down on. Look, I just want the basics. Basics. Yeah. But the, you know the basics to every wedding: a uh, variety of music, karaoke setup, inflatable right. toys. You know, a, flo- a photo booth. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Okay, so uh, and then the, the post finishes with: Please message me with your contact number, your experience, and maybe a sample of past work. What? I hope that means a photo. <laughs> like, what are you going to You're like going to do someone that like, oh, here's the transition I would do between toxic <laughs> and James Brown. Get up off of that thing. <laughs> you just feel the difference between these two. I, I don't know what the sample is, but I would hope photos. Uh, thank you. And then conversation reiterates uh, $50 an hour. And that's the post. I feel like I again, I'm with you, Chase. I don't really know like rates for DJs, mm-hmm. but I feel as though I wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm for 50 bucks an hour if you then made me throw in a karaoke setup because that's so Oof. much hosting it's so, it's so much hosting you're, you're and so much bringing... personality management i mean as a dj you got to do that anyway but if it's karaoke you gotta you got people who are you know they're like you have an extra song book you know or like yeah. hey do you have this song by the whatever and you're like right. it's in the fucking right. book <laughs> you know yeah. there's that <laughs> plus there's you know <laughs> plus there's just people that are like is it my turn yet you're like listen this person's doing no doubts i'm not a girl next okay mm-hmm. so just fucking sit down and listen <laughs> and then we are gonna get to your toby 
Keith and Faith Evans fucking duet song. Right. What's that one that's like? Um, I don't think this that's the same song, but it's some typical emotion. This kiss is that, is that this? Oh, oh kiss, this kiss. kiss. Yeah. yeah, it's subliminal. Anyway, uh, that's what I'm, I'm saying is I don't want to manage this, the, all of the competing personalities, you know, like one person's just going to do turn down for what? And they're just going <laughs> to yell turn down for what? <laughs> right, right. I um, I just say the story real quick. I emceed a few weddings in my life. And I, I have been forced into that role as well. Dude, it's not easy. Oh, but no. I say I emceed one of my very best friends in the whole world's wedding. And, uh, and I the, just the reception. Get, You're talking about the reception. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah reception. No one respects and, me um, for the ceremony, but the reception. Oh boy. Pass okay, it off dude, to Chase. Dude. I, uh, Go ahead, Nick. I, and like 11 minutes in, I was in a dance battle with another guy at the, uh, the, at the wedding because <laughs> like i felt like i had to say yes to everything like yeah i'm MC and i'm so yeah, fun yeah, 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 keeping yeah. Oh, li- like lively mm-hmm. and i someone had spilled something on the dance floor mm-hmm. and i slipped and knocked myself out <laughs> and um i was unconscious and i used to tell this story on <laughs> okay. stage but like i like popped right back up and then just started <laughs> dancing again because in my head i fell and then just got like, I just fell and I was like, whoops, yeah. slip. Yeah. And then like, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? And he was like, you're out cold you... for 40 minutes. Yeah. He was like, you're on the ground for a while. <laughs> was just like... Wait, 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 wait. Do they leave you there? Well, I don't know. But like in the bit, I say that they were all just doing like, just clapping in beat over me. Like, wait, like I was going to do a move, you know? But I was, so I, and the thing is, I wasn't even doing karaoke. That was just me. Yeah. Guiding people yeah. to their tables and then yeah. telling them, talking about the like the father just just dance. me like and here's oh, the happy God. couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just and that, and I was unconscious <laughs> doing that. So so you could be by the time the karaoke is even halfway through, you could be dead. Uh huh. Yeah. Or taken hostage in the back of a van somewhere. Oh, dude, kidnapped you know? by terrorists. Or on way to too much cocaine, reception. you know, because someone's like, oh, you're the fun guy. Come on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's OD'd. He OD'd just because he was a nice guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to say no, you know, and it was, turns out there was meth in there. So, um, so I guess that's why I'm not DJing this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. In, a, in another, in another life, I would just because I have, because I have, I agree. MC'd, but, so I would do this, but probably not. Today. But I would like to, I would like to, you know, speak directly to this person who's assuredly not listening to this podcast, but anybody who's considering a, just the basics, uh, DJ, you know, you could just, make a playlist on your phone and play that. And like, I guarantee you, as long as you don't suck absolute ass at picking songs, like it's going to be fine. Well, I think, I think, but here's just, cause I think you're right. But here's my problem with that is that I think when you're dancing in order to kind of keep the vibes going, it is best to play about three quarters of a song and then blend it into another song. I mean, Ooh. you're like, okay. There's, like, that's you, a solid you know, instead, point. Instead of yeah. a sunrise right, sunset right. every time. That's, you know? fan- that's getting fancy, though. That's already too much for this. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I think if you're asking for a DJ, that is the literal basics. <laughs> if you're asking for just the basics, that's the basics is can you transition songs? Right. right that's right, the basics. Right. So uh, karaoke, uh, good selection of what I understand. I also do not understand the good selection of wide of wide variety of music is like, bro, there's the Internet now. Like all DJs have everything at this point. Right. Yeah. Right. Like and if they don't, then you 
definitely shouldn't hire them, right? <laughs> so um, just showing up with like CDs, and he's like real sweaty from his big binder <laughs> of CDs. He's how much? How much? Um, how much Bush do you guys want to play? Right, just early two thousands rock specific right. oh, DJ. Man. Is this my yeah. wedding? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how would you guys think about the first and fourth Rage Against the Machine album? <laughs> yeah, cover to cover. I mean, hope you guys like the battle. You guys of like Angeles. Hinder? <laughs> uh, what was that one song? Just, that, just some um, fucking evanescence. Just yeah, I was trying to think evanescence. of that. This that one song by that like uh, that I think it's called Headstrong. That like Headstrong with paintball, paintball donk. Donk. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you <laughs> say? Headstrong with paintball donk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, but I do like Headstrong with <laughs> my paintball donk. Okay, all right. So no, no. We're not so doing I'll, this. Yeah, I'm not. What do you? What no, do you, you guys. I'm. I'm free that night. I might do it. <laughs> you gonna yeah. do it? You're in. All right. Yeah. Do you think, Britt? Do you think there's a likelihood that you can maybe talk this person down to the actual basics? If I, it would just you know, be yeah, your... me on my phone, yeah. like from my Spotify. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you could talk him down to that? Just, or at least close to that? What is there you a could... phone number? Just, Should just I do two this? Stepping, <laughs> two stepping the whole time you're doing it. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think the reply button is just an email. We'll yeah. Find out real quick let's see here. you just want you to show a randomized email well so we'll maybe oh, we'll get, we'll yeah, get a gig. past work hmm. yeah well i don't think that they're not going to be a lot of people knocking on this door so, <laughs> so i think that Brett, if the drive you want the job it's all yours <laughs> past work is i'm a good time okay so <laughs> i'm a great hang i don't know what you want. Just, just show them this <laughs> you like movie quotes you know i do some of those sometimes okay <laughs> um so yeah so you know not not entirely fuck this place What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Wanted to remind you that you can text the podcast anytime you want. Night or day, whenever the hell you want. It's fine. It's uh, The number is 470-BAD-JOBS. The actual numbers are 470-223-5627. That's the number. So yeah, anytime you want. Like I said, middle of the night, whenever. We don't got jobs right now. Whatever's going on with you is going on with us. I mean, absolutely. Maybe you maybe you still have a job and it's like shitty. You can tell us about that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you don't have a job and it was and it was shitty before. Maybe you're getting one of those weird like uh, temperature forehead checks right now. For and sure. You want to pull out your phone and just say, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to text 470-BAD-JOBS. 470-223-5627 is the number. Uh, that is the number. And you can also call us uh, if you want, but I mean, whatever. It's it's your choice. That's the point here. Britt, what is the first job you ever had? The first job I ever had was working as an office assistant for Folsom Physical Therapy in Folsom, California. Folsom oh. Physical Therapy. Yeah. It's like just like a mile and a half down from Folsom Prison. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A more familiar name. No, no Johnny Cash songs about the physical therapy. No. No, he, he, he drove by it every day. He never did one live performance. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there and someone's just working out their calf muscle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really burns. But a good a, but a good kind of burn. You know, you yeah. gotta you gotta mm -hmm. break up that that that, that tissue. Yeah, would I you pulled a calf in Reno real yeah. bad. Yeah, I pulled a calf in Reno. So, uh, how old were you? I was 18. Okay. Oh, yeah. 18. How did what, you get in? You, how did, yeah. This is a very specific job, you know? Yeah. You're not, you're not, so let's say flipping burgers. So <laughs> how, how did you get into this thing? Yeah, it was, um, my soccer coach, um, uh, kind of reached out to me. I actually was, 
I first was, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do like after high school where I first went to Chico State mm -hmm. to be a saxophone performance major. Okay. okay. And then my family was like, you know, that's not reliable. And that's I not good. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah. And I you, started finding uh... stand up and I was like, I'll show you reliable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you fucking chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this Lisa Simpson bit to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> And so then I had moved back home and um, uh, I just like started taking classes at like the community college mm -hmm. and um, and he reached out to me and he was like, he's like, I think you'd really like, um, you know, the physical therapy field. And you clearly played soccer, right? Yeah. So you're familiar with like people have to do things with their bodies. You're not, you know what I mean? You weren't just like a nerd. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, nerds can like, be physical therapists too, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll see. I don't know. But what I'm saying is like Jury's a, a, still out. a person who's soccer is probably who's played soccer has probably dealt with some degree of injury before, you know, right. or, or the, the very least has witnessed other people go through that, pro that, you know, yeah. that process. Yeah, yeah. Not like those nerds. Are just, oh, I sprained my wrist taking my math notes. You know, like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fuck these nerds. Wait, what were you guys? <laughs> okay. You had theater. Were you guys banned jock? If we're going to be cliche, what's your role? I was in, th I was in theater. Oh, theater. Yeah. Theater. Yeah. Theater yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I okay. wasn't a nerd. I was just a loser, you know? Yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> Big wasn't smart enough okay? <laughs> or athletic enough for the other yeah. two. Yeah, correct. So I was yeah. like, I can pretend with the best of them. I had okay? a bunch of I had a bunch of white guy friends that did cross country, but that was just because you didn't have oh, to. Oh yeah. No, you didn't have to try out like for cross country. The nerdiest jocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Yeah. And yeah. really, like the ones in my school were really good, except for And they're friends. like arrogant about it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, did no, I never get tired. Six forty nine mile this morning. All right. You ran a six forty nine mile this morning. Yeah. Holy that's, crap. That's wild. If I did that, both my legs would explode. <laughs> if I tried that. Yeah, I, I'm usually in the eleven minute category. <laughs> you know, just really letting it letting it fly. <laughs> oh man, I should time my mile. I, I have not timed. Time I know mile it's my own sick thing. I want to break a six minute mile. And so okay, that's not that's not sick. That's cool. Yeah, I think I broke a six minute mile like as, as a sophomore in high school. And I think I was right. being chased by a dog. It's like it's not mm -hmm. like you're even honorable, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you skinned your knee at the very end because you uh -huh. made that mile and you yeah. collapsed. Just got kind of vaguely wiping my tears. I um, threw up, I threw up after running a half a mile in high school once. OK, I was just like it was, going I was too hard. As, yeah, I was running as fast as I could. And uh, just <laughs> no one tells you kids. that in high school that you no, don't but that, have to no, go that That's hard. what all the coaches used to say. They're like, I want you to run so hard. You vomit at the end. That's what yeah. our coaches would say. Yeah, yeah that seems yeah. like a bad thing to say to a child. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I certainly will. hope they don't they say will. that to children all the time now. I'm sure that yeah. there, you know, for some athletes, you know, especially the ones that lead that explosive energy. Yeah, there are times where you really should be pushing it to that, you know, like mm -hmm. body limit, but that shouldn't be all the time. Right. Yeah. It can't be all up every day. Yeah. I <laughs> develop bulimia <laughs> from cross country. Yeah. Just from doing sprints. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Okay. So your cross country, cross country coach reached out to you and was just like, Hey, yeah. I know you're in town and you're probably like yeah. trying and to I do got, a little rebuilding. I got spoiled at my first job because I know that this podcast is F this place, but I got spoiled. Like mm -hmm. it's so funny too. Like, especially working in California, it was very like, make sure after every six hours, you get a 10 minute break. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, want to yeah. take an hour for lunch. And then it's funny because then I lived in Nashville for six years. They don't give a fuck about you. No, uh -huh. They're like you're going to be on your feet your for face. 18 hours. And if you take a break, you're getting cut from the tips. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's Jeez. correct. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They're just like, mm -hmm. yeah, do we take breaks here? I mean, you can go Only smoke. if you smoke cigarettes correct. and then you can anytime. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. baby, yep. Yeah. 
Yep. I got to take a smoke break. It's the only way. It's the only way you get out. It's the only yeah. way. The cigarettes saving my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. From doing sprints in the bar until I throw up. Okay. Um, so, so your coach reached out to you and, and you were like, that sounds great. And then you applied and, and. Yeah. And, and I worked there for six years. Too. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I loved it. It was such a like family place where huh? um, we had just like people from like, say like athletes rehabbing yeah. injuries. And then also a lot of like, there would be this like, um, cause they would also have a workout gym mm-hmm. and there, there, there would just be this like crew of regulars who would just like all come in. It was like cheers, but like all- for hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they're were they for hurt people. Were the were the <laughs> were the um were the regulars had they once done rehab or they were just like no yeah. we just come to this gym. Usually, like a lot of people with like chronic back pain, so they would Got do it. like exercises to like keep you know mm-hmm. yeah the chronic their- back pain. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say. Every once in a while, we'd get someone super rude at the front desk and we'd mm. always have like them fill out a body chart. And I swear every time they were really mean, they always had pain in their ass. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, there really? a lot of ass pain and sort of pain in my or maybe it's in your. I don't know, but there's a pain. Exactly. It was like, so- never mind. Go easy on them. Like they would circle the body. And then if it was just like, OK, <laughs> there's like like thunderbolts a- at their butt. There's a Venn diagram. It just always includes a one butt cheek, at least. You're like, all right, just be nice to them. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so you had a lot of people come in that had ass pain? Yeah, it's pretty common. <laughs> really? Wow. Is that an older person thing? Uh, yeah, I think typically. Yeah. 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 They just been sitting. They just been sitting down too fast for years and years. Yeah. Is it like? Is you it sit kind down of a lot same? of fire hydrants? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the wrong benches, buddy. That's that's not where you sit. It's just like the physical therapist, like, oh, this is a nasty case of this. I've seen this before. (laughs) You've been sitting on those weird spiky things they put up when they don't want people to lay down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you what what were your responsibilities there besides checking in people with nasty ass pain? (laughs) (laughs) It was um yeah, so I worked mostly as an office assistant. Like a lot of people who work there like ended up going to school for physical therapy. Right. But I could just tell. I actually, I started to get in, into um, comedy in Sacramento and then uh-huh. that like just took all my time. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, I, yeah, we would check in patients. Oh, we call insurance. Oh my gosh. Oh, is that a nightmare? It's that a nightmare. Sound, that doesn't sound good. Which then, I don't know if we talk about later jobs, but I- Oh, we will. Pandemic, okay. I ended up working for a health insurance company. Nice. Recently. Both sides of the coin. Exactly. Right, right. Just like, enough to become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure because yeah we would always we'd have to verify people's insurance and coverage and it was just like sometimes such a nightmare to get like authorization for something just to get a simple yes or no mm-hmm. yeah real heel turn for you he was it truly was i became uh-huh. the bad guy <laughs> yeah yeah no is the answer i picked up the phone and i just said no all right goodbye <laughs> or didn't even answer in the first place. We'll but get it was to like it. a Trojan horse situation, though. I tried to do my best I could from yeah. the beast, the belly from the inside. Right, yeah. yeah. Try to take them down from the inside. Oh, I respect yeah. that. I respect that. So you had to, so, movie out of that. so it sounds like you had a pretty legit job. I mean, you know, yeah. like calling insurance companies, like that. Pe- you know that. Yeah. Uh, people are relying on you <laughs> for yeah. that to happen. And we'd have to get like authorizations for yeah for people's treatment. Um, clean up the gym inflate gym balls oh those gym balls are yeah they need the air 
Um, but mostly I loved um, my first like boss was the office manager. Her name was Darlene Berger. Darlene Berger. Oh, shout outs to Darlene. Yeah, yeah, love, I got to reconnect with her soon. And she was just like my like, like job mom. And so mm -hmm. we would just always get to talk. And, um, mm -hmm. and uh, she would always tell me, like, keep me updated on news stories but they were always like the most tragic ones, like about kidnappings. Like yeah. 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 Uh, you said Darlene. Is that what her Darlene? Name? Yeah. Yeah. Darlene watched a lot of local news is my <laughs> guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that 10 people were, there was a 10 car pile up and everybody lived, but then a murderer came and stabbed everyone in their cars. And yeah. that's just Tuesday. It's during the Casey Anthony. She would just keep me updated. On oh everything. yeah. Yeah. Well, in some sense, um, kind of a best case scenario for the worst news you can get is because Darlene really feels like she's providing you with a service, you know, and yes. you don't care either way, but, <laughs> but you can tell that it matters to her. Right. And so yes. it, it's also conversation that you don't have to generate, you know, right. So, so in between uh, like calling insurance and checking people, she'd be like, do you know that that girl was found who was kidnapped in Lake Tahoe in 1998? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So real true crime nut. Right. Yeah. Right. You're just like stacking light, very light medicine balls. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, darling. Can you help me with the medicine balls? I'm just like stretching those long, those like stretchy band things. Yeah. <laughs> he had eight people in his basement. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so she was your work mom and also cautioned you against the, the ways of the world. You know? Oh, so true. Yeah. I know every way I could be kidnapped and yeah, how to prevent uh -huh. it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them. Mostly nice. on highways. <laughs> seems like. And then like yeah. the back of a parking lot. It's always like the further back you are. Yeah. Mm, right. That's right, a good right, point. Right. Yeah. yeah you can't further back, the back of a parking lot. Yeah. You can't. You know, it's even if it's well lit, I guess. Okay. Too, too easy for cars to pick you up really fast. Dude. I don't know. I don't know. I believe it happens. I just don't know how. Uh -huh. But yeah. Um, okay. So you have you got Darlene in there chiming in your ear about all kinds of sad stuff. But like, what about so who else you got? Who else is in there? You have any other weird coworkers? Ooh, um, no, I wish I had um my friend Jay, who she's now a physical therapist in uh -huh. Hawaii. Okay. Oh wow! Uh, wow. Oh, level up. And she was so fun. So we were like wild child. So it's like you know, like so we started going out and then like coming to work the next day hungover mm -hmm. or like needing to take a nap in the back like massage table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh -huh. yeah you yeah. might just rest in your calf on one of those little firm <laughs> balls just to you know just to let let the let the juice out yeah, um sleeping on a pile of yoga mats just yeah. like hogging up all the supplies <laughs> uh yeah. yeah we need this for the next client um so you all you all you all kind of like formed a like we're the young people at this place let's yes. like let's fucking hang yeah we'll go we're out and then I remember showing me like she was still wearing her like fishnet stockings from the night before. Like, okay, under wearing under the like, scrubs slacks. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. And then, and then and this person moved to Hawaii, so they really wanted to keep the party going. Yes, she's so much fun. Yeah, I went with her. Um, uh, she's Filipino, and I went with her. I think yeah, her family's from Fresno, uh -huh. and my. Uh, my only ever time I've uh, enjoyed a stripper was with mm -hmm. her family, with all of her like Filipino aunts, just like going nuts from uh -huh. this. Like... For like a dude stripper? Yeah, dude stripper. Nice. In Fresno? Yeah. In Fresno. Oh, Fresno yeah. dude stripper. Fresno, nice. capital capital of the world. A good time, good, good time dude strippers. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Certainly good time dude strippers you didn't anticipate were going to be a good time. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't so, think I'd be having a good time. Yeah, just having a great time. Dude, yeah. Lumpia is so fucking good. Um, so good. Okay, so you're so this sounds like a good crew. So 
when someone comes in with ass pain, do they tell you <laughs> like directly or like you said, they have to circle the thing. And then is it yeah. like a thing where you just kind of go like, like you give them like a wink, like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so in, the, uh, in the ass area. Like, we can get you in a room. You don't have to sit down. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Roger's in with a number seven, guys. So try to keep it like a little code word. Yeah, you know? well, because mm-hmm. they have the, the HIPAA law too, like protecting Right. Uh-huh. You don't They're want like, to tell people about their yeah. business. Yeah. We can talk, just no names. Yeah. What's uh-huh. the, what do you do for physical therapy for ass pain? <laughs> yeah, that's a great um, question. There's different kinds, I guess, as a, a non-med. No, I'm a medical professional. After you I were once a medical professional. You're, be- you're better than us. You tell, I'll believe yeah. you. Yeah. Tell me. There are times they would. Yeah, I would like do ultrasounds on people in TENS units. and. <laughs> okay. All right. But, um, they, they sent you off to like a military hospital <laughs> to set people's <laughs> legs and stuff. Exactly. I've amputated so many legs. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was a civil war. Uh, yeah, I was just saying. Have, <laughs> it usually gangrene. be something of like um, uh, either sometimes I feel like it's like physical pain is like a combination of like physical and then also like mental, like physiological. So like some okay. people, it might have been like a lower back pain and that's where like it's like triggering down or there's other mm. people too. We had like a pelvic floor specialist Ooh. who would do like kind of more in depth, like, um, new age uh-huh. uh, stuff. Yeah. Like Reiki new, or whatever. New age. Whoa. Like new age, like helping. You guys, talk, you guys talking about like, magic? We're talking about, yeah. Well, we're talking about mages. Magic I to think. fix your bubble. We're, we're talking like about wizards. private parts, physical therapy. Oh, well, I, I must've blacked out for like a second. I came back. <laughs> oh, we're talking about private parts. We're talking about. Jibos? I didn't know I'd be talking about this part. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. This person, you said they were a pelvic specialist. <laughs> so they're just trying to give you a boners or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does the pelvic specialist look like? This leather jacket. What are they- <laughs> the coolest doctor? Sunglasses. Yeah. He's coming in like, hey, babe, and like hey. the sunglasses come down just a little bit so you can see his eyes, and they come back up. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Mr. Stevens, he's show like the Fonz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way to, and he doesn't have a jukebox, but in, whenever the fax machine's broken, he just like hits it real hard and it works <laughs> again. <laughs> and he goes like, "That's how we do it, sexy mm. style." All right, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Lorraine, I'll see you in cured. the back. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a wild. That'd be wild. Like whatever the events are in your life that force you to be like, I'm gonna be a pelvic specialist at a yeah. physical therapy. Like, it's you know, super needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it. But I imagine it's also not as easy as me and Chase are making it out to be. Me and Chase will make it out to be really easy. And, yeah. and right into the, like we we're saying with magic and stuff. But what do you think that life is like to get to where you're like, this is my yeah. destiny? For my often too, it would be like helping um, say like women, like postpartum, like after pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But we did have, I think oh. as long as I don't, I don't remember his name, but there was a patient who mm. would send harassing emails. That doesn't sound so good. <laughs> to the funds. He kept wanting appointments and uh-huh. mentioned his like fleshlight and like. Okay. How- oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. All right. Like, you like you wait. He's like, hey. Can I'm I get an appointment you? today? Immediately. Oh, oh. my fleshlight is oh. full of dust. Do you have any openings? Because because <laughs> he like hurt himself with his fleshlight. Is that what you're saying? Oh man, injured, injured by flashlight. Yeah. I just looked at, I just, I just Googled a list of like what a pelvic, pelvic 
is it like, like it's like physical yes. therapists. It's littered with flashlight injuries. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just only flashlight injuries. Yeah. It's a great niche. Yeah. yeah, it was like pain during urination, uh, yeah. urine like leakage, uh, oh, painful okay. bowels, pain during or after sex. So yeah, yeah, like I think it's just anything in that area, which so, that area is at least twenty no, no, percent. No. Yeah, yeah, that area is at least twenty percent like sexy stuff and then there's also just some function stuff right right yeah 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 you and then like and 20 percent of that sex stuff is all 19 percent of having sex with a flashlight so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's correct no just shame one. i'm just that's just the fact just that person just emailing too much mm-hmm. um well that's wild so mm-hmm. so again that person's just no eye contact always yeah. in the office all <laughs> like i will see contact. i'll right. see you guys tomorrow yeah <laughs> Today was harrowing for me. <laughs> I'm so glad you get to stack those fucking balls. I don't want to see another ball in my goddamn life. <laughs> um, so that, that's wild. Well, how big but is yeah. this office? It sure seems like there's a, you know, there's quite a lot yeah, of moving like pieces. Like a full you got a gym. Floor. It was a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Maybe one of the biggest ones oh. in the area. Perhaps. This is uh, being back. You can keep this in or not, but like being right. back in Sacramento, I'm having like memories come up. Mm-hmm. And actually, oh, yeah, I remember, too, I was jogging by uh, Giovanni's Pizzeria mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. the other day Shout after out. working there. I think I was like trying to get into like more flexibility stuff, especially with like comedy. Oh, yeah. And um, I remember literally this came up in the interview because my friend worked there and she was always like really fun and fast with one liners. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm going to be zesty. I'm going to be that. <laughs> She was like, yeah, they ask unconventional questions. Like, if you were a Disney character, what would you be? Ah, fuck that shit. But okay. Oh, dude, so I cool and edgy. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'll be fun. So in the job interview, I was asked, can you multitask? Mm. And my the first thing that came to my mind was I said, oh, yeah, I can. Uh, once I was so sick off of my aunt Peggy's eggs from food poisoning, I used the bathroom from <laughs> vomiting and diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> Multitasking. And then I just remember. Right. And then I remember being like, oh, never mind. Actually, my current job, I'm, I answer the phone. I greet patients. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that wasn't the zesty answer. Oh, you know? my God. I, like, they they didn't hire me, but I think it had to do with, like, availability or something. Yeah, right. I would, yeah like, they there were was no that. way that it wasn't that you told them that you could shit and, and throw up at the same time. That you, that you could shit in the bathtub and throw up in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't eat eggs the wrong for order. years after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you did not get that job okay so so you worked at this first off for six years what made you yeah. stop working there well i i well i ended up moving to chicago to study improv comedy okay. but even when oh, i was man. working there for a while too i like i was a nanny and then i also started i was working at um a restaurant too okay so you were you were hustling in a, in a yeah. variety of directions yeah. so it wasn't like it wasn't like you had a big breakup, you know, when it was done. No, it was you know. sweet. Actually, they threw me a huge dinner party. A dinner party. These sound like nice people. They were so nice. I love them. Um, yeah, they were like, yeah, just my like adopted dads. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, just all dads. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like 10 dads. dads. Uh-huh. Even the Filipino there. lady. Dads. Yeah. <laughs> <She's been> dead. <laughs> but yeah, they were so sweet. Like, um, I would like pet sit and house sit for like the regular gym goers. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they threw me a big party before I moved to Chicago with my best friend Mm -hmm. to study comedy. They threw me a big dinner party and got me this like little piggy bank and like put a bunch of money in it. And like, 
everyone had like speeches. It was so sweet. Wow. It's, yeah. It sounds yeah. like I know I've never seen a single episode of Gilmore Girls, but this sounds yeah. like an episode of Gilmore Girls. Like it's right. like I'm yeah. off to the big spoiled. city. I know. And then it was humbling coming back because my pursuit of comedy has just like, Tanked. you know what I mean? Absolutely. You like yeah. you start out <laughs> yeah. big with like big dreams and goals. Oh, and you skate out loud. I'll be headline touring in two years. No <laughs> right. problem. Right. Get me on. Get me on Conan. I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's been humbling. Two years later, shot himself in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Did not go the way he thought. Um, Just hanging by a thread here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always hard to come back. It's always hard to come back. (laughs) Okay. Are you good, Chase? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Okay, Britt, that was your first job ever. What -hmm. would you say is the worst job you've ever had? Well, then, as we said, doing the heel turn was working for a health insurance company during Mm -hmm. a pandemic. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good time. (laughs) Because, you know, everyone's always having their their favorite thing is to call a health insurance company. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So you were I would assume you were just like working remote or something and just like picking up the phone. So at the start of the pandemic, um, I moved back home. So I was living with my parents Yeah. after like working a cool rock and roll job where I worked in a vintage clothing store. Yeah. yeah, where, yeah. Like I got to be myself, help style, like touring musicians. Like, yeah, yeah. People came in all the time. And like in Nashville, right. Where like a lot of people come, yeah. you know, to, like for that. Donald Glover would come in. Miley Cyrus. All right. Oh, you guys might get mad. The lead singer, James Hetfield of Metallica came in. All right. But Ooh. we didn't know it was him till after. Oh, I don't left. give a shit about Metallica. Oh, yeah. No, I don't care about that. I if mean, it's not no. hinder. Respect, I don't respect care. him. <laughs> 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 this is that, it's, not, it's not that one gal from Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If it's I, not Shine Down. I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> shine Down. Man, you got those names. The guy Man, from Stained. Oh, dude. Aaron Lewis. Rock in Sacramento. Right. Oh, dude. Shout out to that station. Yeah. Oh man, I got a DJ for that uh for that radio station fucked me out of so much money. Like was it dog face? No, no, it was um uh Artie. The, oh, uh, Artie, he was the yeah. morning, morning guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really expecting a weirder name than Artie. I know after right? I heard dog no. face. <laughs> dog oh, face, no. I thought was cool. Is he suck? Oh man. No, he's cool, but when I was working in Folsom at the restaurant, I remember once he came in. And it, you know, it's one of those things too when you're younger and you're like so starstruck because you've never met like a celebrity before. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. So he was like, my first celebrity was, mm. you know, I was waiting on dog him. Dog face. And I was like, are, <laughs> are you dog face? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He had yeah. this like low scratchy voice. Mm. And I remember he just was like, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, to me, yeah. it was like, what a celebrity. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he was yeah. just like too cool. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, fucking dog face. Dog, it's fucking dog face. All right. So... So, so I'm back, moved back home, living with my parents. And I, I, I was like, well, I need health insurance in a pandemic. And you I sure do. I get a job working as customer service. And so it's like remote. So at least I'm like not putting my family at risk. And I'm yeah, like, okay, it's good. I have insurance. How early on in the pandemic are you? Is this like March, June? This was, this was, I think I got hired in June and then okay. started. In like so pretty September. early. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Gosh, so like trained remote, the yeah. whole headset, just sexy yeah. situation yeah. going on, you know? Yeah, right, right, love right. a headset, you know? Yeah. You're real sweaty in the ears. <laughs> yeah. Can't not, like, really. Gosh. That so, fake leather right against, you know, if it's, if, yeah, if it gets old enough, it'll just peel right off and stick on your ears. Right. I've had, I've, I've worn out a pair of headphones before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So you, you're wearing the headphones, you're training yeah. remote. 
And, um, and like, I remember the first phone call I had was just like, the person was so distraught. They had like a check written out to their like newborn baby and they couldn't cash it. And like, so it's like each problem you get, you would have to follow these like documents, but mm. you had to first like verify their like privacy and then get permission. And then mm. because it's in the baby's name, you have to get authorization, but the parents aren't on file. So they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like my baby yeah, yeah, yeah. can't give me authorization to talk, but we're like, well, they're the primary holder on the policy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you have like 16 documents to just like triage with them. And every document, the title is how to fuck this person over and not <laughs> yeah. give them insurance coverage. Part 16 God. or part 15 or whatever. Oh, it's, so I'm panicking and you can't place them on hold. So you're just like, oh, just a minute. And you're researching like these. You're like just Googling their name. <laughs> <laughs> so i remember it was just so scary and then um one of the there'd be weird things like a woman once i had to help deal with her hospital claims she had given birth to two newborns get this one baby of twins one baby was named ann the a-n-n the other okay. baby's name was ann a-n-n-e that's so fucking what stupid. the fuck that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard <laughs> So she Who is this lady? Get her on the line. Yeah, get her. Let's I call know. her. And then one was nicknamed Annie. So it was literally like the worst, like who's on first, what's on second situation Absolutely. of like newborn. You didn't anticipate this bills. nightmare for yourself? Yeah, you're doing a bit involved <laughs> for the rest of these children's lives. Yeah, I can't believe they had to come up with the nickname for one of them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> What a, Which oh. fucking one is Anne? It was terrible. <laughs> because newborns are covered for like the first month, but because every they already thought that it was only one baby, it was so terrible. And like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been actually in a mix up. Just getting names wrong is a, is it can absolutely. be a, for everything. Like I got hit by a car <laughs> oh, riding a, a bike in 2010. Yeah, and um, Chase is a fucking man, dude. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, my my first name is not Chase. Chase is my middle name. My first name is Andrew. And uh, for some reason, somehow in the process, like two roads diverged, you know, because I actually talked to the, like the guy who hit me was like the probably the nicest guy to hit you ever, uh, oh, you know, like cool. he, like great. he gave me his insurance information. He's like, I'm at fault, like whatever we got to do, you know, he just left the card like in your bike helmet, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm on the pavement. Like, I do this all the time. Like, yeah, he yeah. just puts it in my mouth. <laughs> He's like, Here, bite on this. I will. Uh, just give me a call whenever you need me. Um, but like, yeah, just two roads diverged. And like at a certain point, I would get mail for both of them and I would get calls for Chase and I would get a call for Andrew. And like, okay. I, I would pick up and be like, I am Andrew <laughs> and Chase. Have you never heard of people's names before? Fucking look at my social security number, you goddamn idiot. Anyway. And I'd be on the other line of that phone call being like, yeah. And of course, <laughs> I never said those things. I just said like, hello, this I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew and I'm Chase. Please, ref, you know, correct whatever you have to correct. And like, absolutely. Will do, sir. And then right. The mail continued in their defense, though. The first time I found out your real name was Andrew, though, I freaked out. I see. Mm. I, I don't. Yeah. I two days. We didn't you know, he didn't yeah. say a word to anybody. Nick just, just so walked around way, way quiet. Just walking around in just, silence. Just walking around. <laughs> I um. they found him I, in uh, Canada. <laughs> I mean, again, just wandering naked in the woods mm -hmm. in the forest, like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, um, Andrew. 
I, uh, I was in the hospital when I was like 17 and this is not like an insurance thing really, but just made me like, think of like weird follies okay. when you're hurt. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, we can cut this out of the pod too. No, I, we're keeping it. Uh, <laughs> I, um, uh, while I was unconscious, someone, ma- they got my charts mixed up with the guy who had the bed before me. So, uh, <laughs> and, um, and his leg is amputated. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. And so, but he had some kind of problem with his right. Um, I cut my fingers while I was, uh, his, <laughs> That's right. right. Um, his right wrist. So he couldn't get an IV. So they put it in my left. But oh, no. that it has nothing to do with what I don't. But I only think that because I wonder if whoever did it was better at going into the right hand uh-huh. because they missed my vein in uh-huh. my left wrist. And I woke up in the hospital with a gigantic hand. Like, <laughs> like a balloon hand? Was like, like, yeah, a like a engine. baseball <laughs> mitt. Like, because like, fluid had just gone in. And I remember like, like being hazy and like trying to like lift my heavy ass hand. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> It was like, it was like a sci-fi movie where I woke up and I was like, like, what have you no. done to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got like a claw that like shoots a Your laser. villain yeah. origin story. Yeah. And I was just like waving. It's like whoosh, whoosh. I was waving my I giant do think, hand. I do think, Nick, that your story, my story, and, 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 and consequentially also, Britt, your story of switching to these two roles is actually very emblematic of a, a, a theory that we have, a running theory that we have on this podcast, which is... Ooh. Every almost every business is inches away from chaos at all times. And oh, the yeah. only thing that's holding it together is half well-meaning people. Yes. <laughs> you know, right. like it's it's crazy that you like that like you had to call these insurances. I mean, you're just like, you know, at the first job and just like, why are these fucking people giving me a hard time? And like, well, you know what? It's okay. Like they're probably just trying their best. And then you're like putting on <laughs> then you're like flash forward putting on the headset and you're like, I'm just trying my best. <laughs> it's just what I'm doing today, you know? Exactly. And yeah. it's like, it's just me. I'm yelling at me my whole life. <laughs> you know? It's gotta be a deeper main meaning there. Um really? but p- please carry on. So you have the headset. Cool. And Gosh. you're and you're triaging just problem after problem with yeah you don't it could be any range of why they're calling they might just want to be paying a bill or yeah. it might be like just like disputing hospital bills yeah. or there's I didn't have this call but we'd all have like a live chat with each other pretty much just like help Mayday. yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah and like someone had a call where a person gave birth once again to twins but they were mm. Siamese twins. And it was like, do the babies have one insurance policy or two? Okay. Yeah. Very solid question. I would say two is my guess. Yeah. What was the answer? They ended up doing research where I think it was two. I feel like it's whatever costs more because it's like, I I was going to say two because if they get separated or something, you would want. We found out that in California, um, if there are Siamese twins and say, um, if they get a driver's license, they have to have two separate driver's license. But uh-huh. if they're teachers, they're paid one salary. So it was oh, like, fuck. and that's so fucked up. That's such so a interesting. Game. So like, we all have to do this like research of like, yeah, what would it be? Uh-huh. It's just yeah. fascinating. And the answer, I think, you, you know, you, you illuminated it very well. The answer is whatever costs more. Exactly. <laughs> that's what we're doing for you. Yeah. Oh, well, let me, let me take a quick look at that. Oh yeah. Whatever's more, whatever's more that you can give me is what we'll do. So let's do that. uh, Also, what a game searching, Mm -hmm. like looking up when a Siamese person counts as one person or two. (laughs) What a game. And who are you on chat with? A bunch of coworkers or supervisors or everybody? Yeah, but we would have like levels of escalation chats. So it'd be like, Mm -hmm. first it'd be like your team. And then Mm -hmm. there would be like, if it's still in panic mode, you go to the next level Mm -hmm. supervisors Mm -hmm. or we'd have a helpline. And so it's like, it's interesting too because you'd start forming friendships, but I never got to meet anyone because it was all remote. Yeah. And so 
sometimes you get the helpline with someone really helpful. And then other times someone would be like cold hearted. Be like, of course. Like, yeah. Who's who, 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 the helpline is the own insurance helpline. Yeah. So but is it an in, in, internal one? Yeah, it'd be internal. So it's like mm-hmm. if you just t- maxed out on your own research and we're like, Oof. I got nothing. You'd be like, OK, I'm going to put you on hold and I have to ask for help. And but you'd have to pass a series of levels of like, yeah. what documents did you read? What did you you'd have to like type it yeah, out? You got to prove that so you you're like live with research. the person trying to research and then type in and you had to prove like you had a template you'd have to fill out mm-hmm. of, like I already researched this document I've already this is the mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what's fucking so brutal is that you essentially you're working in a call center you know remote but mm-hmm. yes in a call center then you got to call somebody else who's also doing <laughs> the same thing yeah <laughs> they're also you right Ugh. it's like a house of mirrors it was oh. painful and, yeah, like, and then, like the other person's like, God, this better not be some fucking buddy calling me with a question about whether or not Siamese twins are paid as one lifeguard or two <laughs> yeah. lifeguards. It's always more. It's always whatever's more. <laughs> they yeah. just answer. It's like an IT department. Like, have you tried turning it on and off? It's just yeah. the answer. With like, have you tried just charging them more or whatever? Exactly. No, that's, but I would that's try. my solution. I've thought of two of like, just like making my own business of calling insurance for people, because I feel like I've learned a little bit of ins and outs and yeah. like, we would have a like a stipend of like what we could excuse for people's bills, and I would max it out anytime. Right, as a right, right, communist right. working. I was just uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, you misunderstood your benefits. Don't worry. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm, and people mm-hmm, would even mm-hmm. be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and you're like, listen, well, you're talking to Brit. R I T T. If I call you in a year, I need a fucking favor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave an X on the mailbox outside your house. Okay. <laughs> you come find me the train tracks around the corner. <laughs> I will be there. That's when the time has come. I'm on the run from the insurance companies. Yes. <laughs> so you're every day, you're putting the headphones in, you're hopping on your like internal chats. How often do you have to escalate mm. the chat, you know, to, to, to the supervisor or the supervisor supervisor level? Pretty often, because like most of the time, if someone's calling insurance, it's they not need something bad. Fun. Yeah, they want something done immediately. Yeah, so, something's gone very so, sour. And they obviously record everything, and then yes. we also have to log each call. Yeah, and so <sighs> we weren't allowed to say like if someone was abusive. the The language you would learn or use was "caller is very concerned." <laughs> oh, <laughs> this caller is I got a pain in their ass. Yeah. They are very concerned about it. <laughs> yeah. And so other people would read like, ah, oh, concerned. So this person is going to scream at me. Yeah. And you would sometimes look at like the notes of their calls previously. You'd be like, this dude called eight times today. And you're just yeah. so concerned. Yeah. <laughs> he was concerned eight times on the phone. So mad because he refused to pay online or over the phone. So he'd always write checks. And like during a pandemic, the mail is a lot slower Whoa, right yeah. now. Way slow. And so he would be so mad that he got, say he like wrote a check on like the 23rd, mm-hmm. but it wasn't cashed by the company to like the second. Mm. And they automatically send out late notices if they don't get it by the first. Right. And so there's no late. Notice. That it's so coming. he was so pissed that he got a late, late notice. And I was like, well, there's no fee. Um, I was like, you can, you know, you can write, um, you can pay online or over the phone. <laughs> and he was just like, only checks. 
And then I was like, well, you can look up your bill online and write a check early. You know, if you want to write it early. Uh-huh. In the month. But I think he just was like, so angry about something that just- absolutely not. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. This had nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> the broken person who's, you know, just but it ready helped. to yell. Um, oh no, he was very concerned, but it helped. I see. <laughs> Before I got that job, um, my cousin gave me a book by Chris Voss called never split the difference. And it was okay. written by an FBI negotiator. It's a great book. All right. But, okay. So I'm so glad I had prepped in with that book beforehand to uh-huh. just be like, it's not about me. How do I get them to like the goal at the end? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Beforehand. So it sounds like you had a pretty healthy mentality around a yeah. terrible job. But I still had time. So like afterwards was like, I need to go on a run. And we just yeah. shaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be on the phone for what eight hours yeah i mean it's a long fucking time to and do they only one thing every minute yes. so it's like yeah it ain't eight, seven hours and 59 minutes it's eight fucking hours Jeez. yes so so how long did you last i lasted like nine months that's okay that's pretty year. good yeah that's a good hang i and i i quit before I was like, I was like, either they're going to listen to enough of my phone calls. I know I'm a little communist or mm-hmm. I'm down uh-huh. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Again, you're going to call in all those favors. <laughs> First, and, you're um, headed to, you know, to like Idaho. And then you're headed to North Dakota. You're going to make your way into Ontario eventually. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're on the, the run. Little, the little communists. <laughs> even I think most people just like don't show up anymore because even my supervisor was like, well, I really appreciate you putting in two weeks because I of think course. people are just like F this. I'm out. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they don't deserve any more than that, you know, and it's nice that you gave it to them. But most of our communists just cut and run. (laughs) (laughs) Look, most of our communists don't even, you know, they they try they try to give themselves like a 10 minute head start before we hunt them down. (laughs) But you are telling us when the start line starts. You're one of the good good communists. We like you. (laughs) Or a socialist. I'm a socialist. Sure, sure. We're going to go with the short range rifle for you. Um, I still well, get a beret though. Yeah. Yeah. You get a beret. Oh yeah. You're going to get a beret. Of course. Yeah. You get a black turtleneck, <laughs> right. but they're going to, they're, they're coming. Um, yeah. So did, I mean, did they ever notice, did they ever speak about your, you know, your maxed out allotment? Was no, it? luckily not. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I would seriously. Yeah. If you guys need help calling your insurance, like just call, like, yeah. T- let's, t- let's talk through just a couple of quick tips here. Yes. Okay. So, um, I would say number one, never get sick in America or her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Please never don't do that. America. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never need anything from anybody. I, okay. Never Go need ahead. Anything from anybody. Yeah. If your leg is broken in the woods, you actually are in the best case scenario when you best think about it. Case right. scenario. I got 127 hour guy. Best Please case scenario. Slowly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Britt. I would say if you have like a family plan, just say you're the person who's a subscriber just like Who's the main person. Yeah. Because otherwise it's, are, so you, many are you the, are you the whatever holder, you know, like yeah. the card holder the or the account holder? holder? Just be like, just say yes. that you are that person and yeah. they won't check on it. Yes. I am Frank hammer. Like, uh-huh. even Got if, it. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, Frank. Yes. My hammer. name is Cynthia Downshaw. Yep. Downshaw. Yep. Because we're taught not to question or, you know, some, as long as you can prove like date of birth policy number and the right. name. Sure. Okay. Otherwise we're going to have to call them get a verbal authorization for all of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so, so yeah, first rebuttal is going to be that you are that person. That's you your first like stoplight. You are Frank Hammer. Yeah, yeah. I'm Frank Hammer. Say I am Frank Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Doesn't matter then, what your name is. 
just say, use the terms. Well, one, if you do need to speak to a supervisor, just say, um, I want to escalate this call. Use the word escalate. Escalate. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Escalate. Yeah. Frank, this Frank Hammer's escalate. Yes. I and need to escalate this call. If you get a no from someone, maybe try calling again. Oh, now that is, the, I would call. say the number one call center tip of all time is yeah. no matter if you're calling somewhere for yeah. the most part, almost even like even a small doctor's office, but definitely like a place that's got, you know, like agents that are just call again, call again, like, it, it, immediately. Just You'll get somebody different every yeah, time to roll the dice. Some, you can get a nice person. Try to go like I tried like to help as much as I could. And like, um, especially yeah. if you have a hospital bill, not a lot of people know that hospital bills. Now you'll be charged for the facility and for the physician. So you can call and be like, I misunderstood my benefits. Say that term. I misunderstood my benefits. Okay. And you might be able to have something kind of taken off of it. Uh huh. Okay. All right. You yeah. can only get a certain allowance, but if you kind of do it enough, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And these are key phrases here. Yes. I misunderstood my benefits. I need to escalate this. <laughs> yeah. I right, am right, right. Joseph Hammer or whatever. <laughs> Frank, Frank Hammer. Hammer. Frank, Frank Hammer. So Hammer. sorry. Okay. Yeah. Those are those are some quick tips. Yeah. Did you use those tips when you had to call the helpline? <laughs> you did. Listen, this is Frank again. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. It's, hey, listen, it's old Frankie Pie. <laughs> I just need to escalate this situation oh, so bad. And also, anytime you call or even like get the name of the person who helped you and a reference number is something that I've always oh, learned. Name too. and a reference right. number. Yeah. Because if you're able to say like, so-and-so promised me the last time we talked uh-huh. and if their notes are vague enough, you yeah. might be able to like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. To deliver on the thing that they said. Yeah. If, or you, or you, you could lie about said. what they said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. All right. That's a, that's a rock solid handful of tips. Uh, okay. So, so Britt, before we like wrap up the podcast, we always ask three questions to make sure we kind of cover everything for this call insurance thing. Uh, when were you done and how did you quit? Like when, Oh, you did the two week notice, but like when when did you know you needed out? Oh my God. I mean, immediately (laughs) the first day I was ready to punch a hole through the computer screen. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I held on as long as I could and Mm -hmm. like pretty much too, like after being like a bartender for so long, I was like, well, I'm going to go to the dentist. I'm going to get my own physical therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just, you just racked up the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And then I tried to hold on as long as I could. And it felt, I took a photo of myself after I quit and like, Mm -hmm. like, like, just celebratory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I, so then what was the final straw? It was just, it was just like, it's been nine months. I have seen a dentist. I have a whole new set of teeth. They've rebuilt my legs. They're bionic now. <laughs> and I think I'm going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, Your checklist my... was kind of done. <laughs> right. Fair. And no, no one has better insurance than the people who work for insurance companies. Right. It was great insurance. <laughs> I believe it. I absolutely, I mean, it's the, it's all they have to give you. You know, it's not a good time. You know, I don't think from from the bottom to the top of that company, no one's having a good time, but they can offer you safe harbor for a period of time. Right. I would recommend too if anyone has like a chronic illness or something, I was like, yeah, get a job working for an insurance company. Mm -hmm. Okay, another insurance tip from Britt Mm -hmm. for tips. Okay. uh, well, then, okay. question number two, what is one good thing you would say you took from that bad job? Ooh, I took that. I prioritize being solution oriented. 
All right. It was really challenging for me because like I'm such a people pleaser and like Mm. wanted to tap out so many times, (laughs) but it helped me like, like just really care about the other person, no matter what emotional state they were in and just be like, how can we both get on? Like, I want to help this person to Uh the best solution we can. Mm -hmm. And like that helped me because it's like, um, it helped you just want to clarify it helped you emotionally or just helped yeah. you accomplish the task of the I mean emotionally I, I'm sure. like yeah, I'm yeah. a super emotional person uh-huh. and so it was like it helped me feel like more of like a leader I uh-huh. guess, yeah, and yeah. To like okay. and to gain trust in myself that I could solve because people would call with the most complicated things mm-hmm. and I would just want to tap out but you can't yeah and so it was like well we got to figure this out together yeah well and I hear you on the leader thing in the sense that like you know I, I I'm sure that the, the one of the easy defaults in this in this in this position, really any call center position where it's just constant incoming, is I have no control over yeah. what's going to happen to me because there is that there's a there's a pretty big kernel of truth to that, right? Like mm-hmm. like the calls coming in are only chaos, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to some degree, what you're saying is like, yeah, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this and like put it in in kind of like a direction rather than yeah. just right just get just dissolve under the chaos. Yeah. And my goal would be sincerely too to try to help people as much as I could. Like people would call in with like denied claims and then would like, I would research say like if there was a lawsuit um, and just like help get like their claims relooked at. So like Mm -hmm. I would, I would get myself emotionally invested in mm-hmm. each person's story, uh-huh. but yeah. Clarifying question. Did you have, did you have homework after those calls were done? Ooh, <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I would stress myself out too. Cause we have what we call like open cases mm. and I would get like, I, I would get, yeah. So concerned for people. You get too and- connected to the case like that. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, gritty ninth grade case. detective. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. All the empty yeah. Chinese food boxes all just over. Shoot, just yeah. shots of whiskey. You got, you got those guns stuff. and those weird little, um, like little holster things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just computer mouses. Uh-huh. Got got a mouse on your ankle. Computer mouse <laughs> on your ankle. Yeah. That you don't yeah. tell the chief about. <laughs> it's Bluetooth. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> oh man that's just dumb um (laughs) but uh but yeah like you 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 got a little invested yeah oh yeah and (laughs) for those for the ones you got invested on eventually they either resolved or they didn't pretty much i mean like right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean you are you like furiously researching in between calls like are you just sort of that was so hard because you're literally plugged in every second of the time correct yeah while someone's on the phone with you like that's the only time you can research. Otherwise, it, Otherwise it's once the call's ended, you're getting a new the one. Next so one's coming, it'd be yeah. so hard to ask people to be on the phone. So it's like, mm-hmm. but you'd be like, can you stay with me? Like I'm, and so it'd mm-hmm. be so hard just trying to keep them entertained, but you're literally like multitasking. Yeah. But- yeah. And that, and that, and that makes sense. Like now, you know, I'm remembering like a spectrum call I had to be on a while back with the person's like, yeah. Hey, just like stick with me. I'm like, look, I don't care, dude. I have nothing. My internet doesn't work. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> and I never knew why the calls take over 40 minutes every time it's because they literally have to go through a process of researching it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound good. seems like there could be a better system for that, but who knows? Um, you know, we could, for instance, have people just be insured, but whatever. I agree. So I <laughs> would have conversations with help. that with people about being like, yeah, I think healthcare is a human right. Yeah, like, this is bullshit. And I know it and you know it. And we're both on the phone. And as soon as we hang up, guess who else I'm talking to? <laughs> yeah. Somebody else. Um, okay. Well, that's 
sad. Question number three <laughs> is not related to that bad job. Uh, it's just sort of like, you know, we have had a pandemic. A lot of the Etch-A-Sketch has been shaken up. Um, uh, how you doing? New worldviews, new uh, insights. It's open-ended. Yeah, that's sweet that you ask. I um, Surprisingly, I feel like with this, yeah, my life definitely changed. I was in uh, Nashville and I moved mm. back home because I, I grew up in Northern California and I had lived out of state for nine years. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so I made the choice to come home. I had some like big life changes. Mm. Um, one, my best friend, Heather Martin passed away. Oh man, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, and um, so... And surprisingly, I actually had started therapy and, um, and I had OCD or have it. And, um, I had started like, even like exposure therapy, like Uh six months prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And thank God, like I'm in recovery from depression and OCD. Mm -hmm. So strangely, I'm in like a new spring of life. Mm -hmm. And so I am so grateful because I've been now like recovering relationships with like friends and family. Mm -hmm. And so it's been, I mean, there's definitely been grief involved in like the choices I've had to make, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I feel surprisingly the timing of just getting therapy right before the pandemic Mm -hmm. was just like, Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Good time. If there's ever a good time to get therapy, just a touch before everybody goes on full lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a bad time. Yeah. Um, well, just out of curiosity, and you can speak to this or not, but like mm-hmm. I would imagine that I don't know specifically what your OCD was about, but like right. I would think that if you had OCD, a pandemic's a real bad time to have it. I mean, it's a bad time to have any sort of mental health thing, but right. especially if it involves around like cleaning or your own safety, mm-hmm. right? That like a pandemic is probably like a, a perfect storm. To, in, a little in a bit, sense. yeah. Like I was definitely lysoling the bottom of my shoes like uh-huh. every day oh, at the start wow. of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's great that you asked too, because there's different types. Yeah. And so mine was mostly um intrusive thoughts, Mm. less health. I'm lucky. Like I was even sure too, in the talk of this, of like one of the, my first restaurant job in Folsom Mm. was like when my OCD first hit and it was a little bit contamination based is what they Mm. called where like, I was conscious of like, anytime my fingers touched a plate and there was mashed potatoes and I had to wash my hands or else I'm a bad person because then Mm. I might get the next person sick. And it just, right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And food service is a great place to really obsess over that. It was so painful. (laughs) Oh my God. And it was like morality based too. Like Uh I, I want to talk more about this in stand up, but like there was like literally like a four, four stair staircase in the restaurant. And I would have to walk slowly on it because I was worried my boobs would jiggle. And therefore I was trying to sexually entice everyone in the restaurant. It'd be this yeah. like weird morality. Yeah. That's like, a bit much. Yeah. I hear yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah that being like, my huge like, boobs. They're yeah, so huge. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, I can't because it's just going to crush in this restaurant. I'm going <laughs> to bring the fucking house down with these titties. If I just go even a little bit, Everyone's going to stop eating their pizookie. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, yeah. Britt walked down the stairs. Nine divorces broke out as soon as she did. <laughs> and everybody left the kitchen and is yeah. there now in the dining room just standing. Wow. And I don't know why. Just standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I understand when you're in that world, that feels like a very real like. Oh, I would have to thing. write down like every oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I'm grateful then that yeah, I honestly though, I feel like so a lot of my friends with like high anxiety, which I think is every human. Um, a lot of people. 
have been doing okay, at least mm-hmm. for the most part. It almost mm-hmm. feels like it flip-flopped. <laughs> like- mm-hmm. Well, you know, we talked a little bit uh, at, I, in previous episodes. I forget who our guest was. We specifically talked to this about. Maybe it was uh, JT Parr, like a, a while back, uh, but it was sort of like, when everything's going really bad, I think to some degree, the people who have anxious tendencies are like, oh, finally, now everybody's on my level, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's when everything's going good again, that it's like, oh, boy, what, you know, I was, I was going to say to your point earlier, um, uh, also former guest Chris Hayhurst is a guy that we've talked oh, a yeah. bunch, one of my oldest friends now. And like he what I've learned uh, from him is that he's always been in therapy. He'll tell you himself. He's always, mm-hmm. since he's a kid, been in therapy and all this stuff. And I have noticed, and I pointed out to him, I was like, I feel like you've coped with all of this so much better because you've just been armed with these tools right. for right. dealing with anxiety, for dealing with like pressure, for being feeling out of control. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, and, and he's always just like, yeah, I guess so. Like he just doesn't like, <laughs> yeah. But, Cause he's in the water like, now. Yeah, exactly. I just like, yeah, he's in this flow state of like, uh, like a little bit of knowing how to like, bob and weave with the punches how to roll with the punch you know like mm-hmm. and so yeah. so yeah i 100 percent believe that like even that little bit right before was enough to kind of get you to help you kick out so to speak of the right. uh, of the tougher situations mm-hmm. um before we go to the speaking of kicking out <laughs> yeah Rit, hit me with your favorite wrestlers all right my favorite wrestler are we talking current or historic anyway let, let that fall where it falls okay sorry Chase? Cur- historic is rick flair is that trying to make sure that time world champion? Okay, finishing move the figure four leg lock, Ric Flair. <laughs> Ric Flair is my favorite pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I accidentally got into pro wrestling. Wait, I know it's already like, should I keep rolling? You're fine. You're fine. Carry on, please. Um, okay, so I hated pro wrestling. I remember like my little brother turned it on the TV like once when we were younger, but he grew up in like mostly like household of women. So my mm-hmm. sister and I were like, turn that off. We're going to uh-huh. watch Maury Povich. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the I same. It's a lot like pro wrestling. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of paternity tests in both. Yes. <laughs> or certainly and, um, fights in both. So I was, um, I worked as a cocktail waitress at Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville, mm-hmm. which is okay. awesome because I got to listen to like stand up for free, shell out fried pickles. Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah. Fried nice. pickles. And, um, and Mick Foley was touring and I didn't know who he was when I got there. And I was like, oh, wait, he's what? Uh-huh. And who I now know is Dude Love, Cactus Jack, Mankind. Oh, man. <laughs> this is she's showing us. The yeah. And, and for those who are just listening, you're getting there's a show of action figures here. And I'm not saying you should join us on YouTube every time, but I'm just saying now might be worth a, a peep. You, you, you're going to miss the action figure hour. If you yeah. are not on YouTube. <laughs> okay. So Mick Foley was, uh, was touring yeah. and then because and I him- was disgusted, like I was literally handing out fried pickles, like none of you touch me. <laughs> like- uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And then I had a few, um, comic friends at the show and I was like, Oh, you, you actually like this, like mm-hmm. you're eating this up. And, um, um, and my boyfriend at the time I found out like afterwards he was so excited and like just started talking wrestling. And to me, it seemed like like a foreign language. I was just mm-hmm. cracking up at him talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then around this time too, the WWE network had come out. Mm-hmm. And so at first I just thought it was funny hearing him talk about it. And, um, and I wanted to do something like comedy wise, but I only wanted to make fun of it. Like I didn't respect yeah. it. Uh-huh. And so I had met with like my other comic friends. I was like, all right, let's make a show. And it didn't really go anywhere. But then, um, uh my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend started showing me um like old promos and clips and like 
I, it's almost like I started just like breaking my curiosity and really like what put me over the edge was a story of May Young giving birth to a hand after body slamming. Um, just this storyline, I just started being like, oh, it's funny. Like, uh-huh. yeah, and that's then I definitely loved, an absurd comedy. Kind yeah. Of. And I was like, oh, they're in on it. Like, and so I started to like be really curious and then it just kept like the more, and then from the WWE was just, or the, the network was just like my homework. Like, mm-hmm. Because especially pursuing comedy for so long, it was hard for me to watch comedies because my ego was so involved. Sure. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So it was just such a nice escape to watch just like old WCW clips. I fell in love with Bobby Heenan. Like, oh, dude, just just the just the king. Bobby Heenan. So funny. So funny. Ugh, the weasel. The weasel. uh, Such a funny character. Yeah. And so I started learning more about it and then I loved it as an escape. And I was like, wait, so they're athletes, they're campy, mm-hmm. you know, the costumes, the pageantry. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, yeah, it is a true story. Like then I started getting involved in feminism and pro wrestling and I just literally saw so many similarities. Uh-huh. Um, the and then I ended yes. up like announcing for a few like independent pro wrestling events. Tight. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I love Andy Kaufman was always like a comedic influence yeah, for me. Right. And I never understood the wrestling. So then like the more I respected it um, and I got to announce at the Nashville fairgrounds where he and Jerry, Jerry Lawler had like one of their epic fights. And like, to wow. me, that was just like so historical in this like tiny low ceiling venue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you guys might like this though. Once um, I was announcing and right before the show, one of the producers pulled me aside and she was like, for this show, Brittany, how about we keep it at a six? <laughs> and I was like, you mean wait, like wait, a wait, six wait. out of 10? She's like, yeah. And I was like, wait, like, am, I too much? Out. am I too much for pro wrestling? Like, <laughs> where you have like a man from the dead fighting like the IRS <laughs> Pac-Man and I'm too much? <laughs> That's hilarious. I've been told to tone it down at many jobs that I've had. Um, <laughs> been told but, to- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jim Carnett, Jim Cornette. Yes. Oh my God, he's so angry. <laughs> um, I also have Stone Cold's knee brace, but I don't know where Stone Cold is. All right. Well, he's, uh, he's, naked he's he rehabbing, probably. <laughs> um, well, that's wild. Um, yeah, just a hoot. Uh, 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 Britt, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? Yes. Okay. Well, you can find me at my Instagram, which is at Britt underscore beer mm-hmm. um b-e-e-r like my father stone cold steve austin hey that's my dad <laughs> that's your dad actually <laughs> my uncle uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah um or also on tiktok i just started a Word. tiktok so if you want to watch my journey it's at bridges booth got it and we'll put links to both of those in the show notes Perfect. um brett thanks so much for joining us it's been a wild ride yes thank you fuck this place yeah absolutely <laughs> fuck this place Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you had a good time, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review, five stars, four stars. You can give less stars, but don't do that. I mean, you can, but just text us. You know, it's 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. You can just let it out, you know? Get mean. We're here for you. Okay, that's it. 
Bye for now. 